0: Tin, tin
1: foil hat. <laughs> you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms on Twitter at tinfoil hat cast, reddit.com backslash r backslash tinfoil hat show, on
2: Instagram at tinfoil hat pod, or all t shirtscom dot Email us at tinfoil hat pod at gmail Welcome back to another episode of tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy. With Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. Doesn't Sam Tripoli. With my friend Ryan Davis. Uh, hi, Ryan. We're I the like first doing this gay cause... couple of
1: conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah. I think it's beautiful, man. cold oh. oh. out there, partner. <laughs> Say that
2: again.
1: <laughs> it's some mystical, deep, dark realm crazy shit. Wake
2: up, Aaron. The reptile people everywhere.
1: There's hey man, truth there, dog. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be
2: podcasted.
1: Yeah. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another tinfoil hat podcast. You know who we are. You know what we're here to do. Uh, before we bring in our guests, uh, we just want to go do our Stargates out of the gate uh San Francisco June 1st at Cobb's Comedy Club that's right it's a Tim Ohio comedy night uh myself Ryan Davis Eddie Bravo and Trez Mala from Las Vegas are going to be out there we're going to do uh some stand up comedy then we're going to do a Q&A at the end of the show uh 30 minutes of like podcast and Q&A and uh yeah it should be a lot of fun we're going to take your we're going to put out some index cards everybody puts uh Write down their questions, and we'll uh, answer the best ones. And then, whoever brings the most people to the show, whoever gets their friends, gets to do a private podcast and smoke bong hits and get high as fuck in the green room with, with Eddie. With Eddie uh, after the show. So we're going to do a podcast, smoke weed fest. You, Eddie, Ryan will be staying away from the weed, but he'll be there. And that is June first. Go to Cobb's Comedy Club in. On cobscomedyclub.com For tickets And then the next night We are at the Sacramento Punchline Go to sac Go to punchlinesac.com For those tickets Come support Because if the shows sell out Bam We are all over the country oh, yeah. With Live Nation uh, Then next weekend Which is the 13, 14, fourteenth, I'm headlining the LA uh, the, Las, the La Jolla Comedy Store so uh go check that out go to the comedy com and uh get those tickets. All right. So let's get into it today. Uh very interesting show, very interesting show. Uh the last show we did a bunch of bills and uh I thought that was a
2: great show with Jimmy Dore. Yeah, you guys broke down the political beast of the Congress, man. It was a really good
1: a really good show, very informative. If you haven't heard that yet, go check it out. It got on iTunes pretty late, which was really weird.
2: Mm, like conspiracy? two days
1: I I definitely believe that. So uh our next guest contacted me. She was on the old version that was on this on this thread, which was the Naughty Show. She'd come on. She'd brought her uh, slave, and we had uh, learned about the the wonderful world of dominatrix. Well, she called me up and she wanted to talk about this bill that just got passed, this uh, sex trafficking bill that just passed the Senate, I believe, in in Washington, and uh, kind of like it might not be what we think it is. Obviously, we're all uh, a- anti-sex trafficking, but I think when we take a little look at this, something else might be going on, or at least we need to explore it. Uh, you can find her at LosAngelesDominatrix.com. Please welcome Mistress Justine Cross, everybody.
0: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
1: That was a very formal introduction. I felt it was way more formal. I just, I'm so excellent.
0: nervous about fucking people's names up. <laughs> you should uh, be nervous about fucking my shit up too. <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: I know. Before the show, Ryan couldn't find the her website and she went straight into uh, mistress mode and put him right in his place. Yep,
2: and I went to traditional passive, just like, yes, 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 i <laughs> Head down, no eye contact. Oh, you will obey.
1: Hmm. <laughs> so I want to get into, I, I want to talk a little bit about your world first. And, uh, you know, we... You, It's a wonderful world, and I know people in the past haven't wanted to get super dirty or, you know, super sexual on this thing, but I think this is an interesting world, and I think this is a very interesting topic to talk about. Um, How did you get into the world of dominatrix? If you had to describe dominatrix to my mother, what would it be?
0: How would you describe it? Well, first of all, your mother would love me. I rate very highly with mothers. That's um, right. I, well, I would tell her that I'm a business owner, which is what I am. I probably wouldn't go into like the nitty gritty things of what I do, what I did, you know, the last time I was on your show, The Naughty Show. Um, but basically what I do is, you know, I, I help people realize their fantasies and, you know, and actualize them with them. I also own two dungeons, Dungeon East and Dungeon West. And those are available for rentals to people as well. And I do production work and I also do consulting, like, you know, with you know, major production TVs and stuff like that. Like I was just on Little Women last night, so it's not just about. You so know. the little people getting their dominatrix on? Yes, yes, they did. Interesting. We had a lot of fun together.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a whole bunch of fetishes off into one thing, right? Yes,
0: it was. <laughs> That's but, so interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. So what? Uh, what is the world of dominatrix? I mean, we've all seen Fifty Shades of Grey, or at least we know of Fifty mm-hmm, Shades mm-hmm. of Grey. We somewhat have our own. Uh, Conception of what dominatrix is but what, what, what is dominatrix if you had to break it down to it i mean it's obviously leather and all that stuff, but what at the at the uh, bare bones of it what is it uh,
0: i mean I think it's really hard to break down to the bare bones because it, it BDSM, it's like it's a huge umbrella of you know d s dynamic I would say it's probably more about like what it's not you know it's not always about pain. Um, it's not always about sex or at least the sex in the way that you would, you know, peen, vagine sex, you know, like it's not necessarily about that. There can be a DS dynamic, a dominant and submissive aspect. It could be about fetishes like leather or shoes or, you know, latex, stuff like that, feet. Um, You know, it could be about um, something more of like a fantasy, like a role play, like a teacher-student kind of thing. Um, So all of that is happening in terms of like what I do. Again, it's like... Someone is coming to me with their fantasy or what they want to do, and I'm taking that in and putting it into my limits and things that I enjoy doing, and doing like a like sort of like a custom like a custom script with them every single time, and and enacting with their fantasy in that way, in ways that I feel uncomfortable, what I feel uncomfortable engaging with them about, but I'm directing it.
1: You're the director. Yeah, You're the I'm... Steven Spielberg of this whole thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, women, has Fifty Shades Great has
1: it been a big bump for your
0: business? Um, well, it's been a big bump in the aspect of like more mainstream gigs and more people coming to the studio space. But it's like my clientele—they've been into this for like you know. 20 years like they're not suddenly like no one suddenly said I saw or heard of Fifty Shades of Grey and I thought that's a great idea let me find a dominatrix because again in Fifty Shades of Grey it's a male dominant submissive female fantasy so anyone who's into it is more like uh, or who has read that is more like you know probably your mom's book club.
1: Is it? Do you consider amateur night
0: like what comedians consider April Fool's Day <laughs> do you consider Fifty Shades of Grey amateur night? Uh, yeah I don't know that it's so much amateur night, but it's just, uh, you know, it, it It was never an accurate portrayal of a lot of BDSM. It was like fanfic for, um, you know, I'm sorry, the vampire thing. So it was never supposed to even be like BDSM light, you know? I mean, that's what it ended up being. It was more about financial domination and, you know, terrible writing. Well, I,
1: we were talking before the sh- uh, before the show, we were mm-hmm. discussing like who your clientele was, not mm-hmm. specifically, but the demographics of them. And we kind of have the conception, the the misconception that uh, your clientele are these really powerful men who want to be put in their place because they they have nobody doing that to them at work, and there's this weird kind of need to have that itched. Is that true, or is you're telling me it, it comes from a spectrum of people along a wide spectrum?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I was saying before the show, that, you know, that's like the myth that gets out there because that's who we kind of want it to be. We want it to be the guy who's like a CEO and like a dick at work and causing all these problems and like, you know, burning the Amazon forest. But he's going to go and like, you know, pay this woman a lot of money and she's going to kick the shit out of him. Like, that's awesome. Like, we all want that. And it's like a lot of the time that does happen because these are the people who have the discretionary income and the time in their schedule and the ability to do so. And that's totally true. Um, It's, you know, it's, it's a luxury item. Um, But it's also something that a lot of people from all walks of life are enjoying and and want to participate in.
1: So you have people from all walks of life, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple people who work at like McDonald's come in and get some BDSM done.
0: Yeah, I have people who tell me like, I have to save six months to see you. Mm -hmm. And I have other people who are making, you know, they're millionaires.
2: Without getting specific, uh, since we are in L.A., uh, any chance the Saudi summer, do you see uh, more clientele?
0: <laughs> um, you know, not that I've seen, but a lot of people do go to places like Saudi or Dubai to, you know, just um, reap that a lot of money. Yeah, wow.
1: that is very interesting. Um, I, I know people in, the, uh, the, in your world. I got hired to do Fat Mike's birthday party, mm-hmm. uh his 50th birthday party which, you know, I have a joke about in punk years that's like a thousand years old, you know. <laughs> and I showed up and it was all I uh, it was at a uh, a dungeon by LAX. And because that's where all like I think a lot of business people fly into L.A. You know they got some time. They like to get weird and get back on their flight and fly out. You know I think mm-hmm. that's that's a big reason why LAX. That's where all the stuff goes down. Uh, so I walk in. It's all leather daddies and cross dressers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I bomb. I like I bomb really hard at this
2: gig. Like, <laughs> this makes a no little sense. intimidated. <laughs> These are people.
1: Well, you know because like my, me sexually compared to them. Uh, or at least what I'm willing to talk about on stage is um, then, not now, but then, <laughs> you know, uh, was probably vanilla to them. Like, this one girl told me, like, you're the most vanilla dude I've ever met. I'm like, what? And I started talking to her. She's like, she's had sex with knife to her throat and all that stuff. But it was very interesting because they got heckled by a cross-dressing minotaur. Like, this guy was dressed in a wedding dress <laughs> and he had these... These uh, the the big um, implants, the implant horn implants with the black c- contact lenses, and he would just yell, "I want to fuck you in the ass" every time one of my bits bombed, which was pretty much every joke I threw out. So oh. it became and he became kind like, of Larry saved the cable me.
2: guy, like get her done. Is yeah, it, uh,
1: he, but it saved my set because <laughs> I just crowd worked the shit out of
2: it, and uh, it ended up
1: crushing, and it ended up making the final uh, in this big bit I have called uh, "Oppression Math." So. But that's just an interesting world in that, man. How did you get into it?
0: Um, well, it was something I had done in my personal life for many years and then after college I moved out to Los Angeles and I had known a couple of pro-doms. and I, I moved from New York and Philadelphia. and I, it wasn't the right time to get in it to me you know, for, for me professionally. and when I came out to LA, I just googled Los Angeles and Dungeon and you know, found a commercial space, um, which is a place that has uh, shifts. And, you know, people working there all the time. Um, so I started working there for about a year. Um, I realized I wanted to uh, make more money. And there's a lot of when did you realize you
1: wanted to do this?
0: Because uh, what age? Like, I knew I wanted to be a
1: comedian for the moment. I didn't even know there was a name for what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I mean, there wasn't like a specific career path in mind where I was like, I'm going to grow up and be a dominatrix. But I can say to you a true story that when I was in high school, my friends who I'm still friends with today gave me a book called I Was a Teenage Dominatrix by Shauna Kenny. And they said, we think you should do this, you know, (laughs) and and uh, one of those friends came to L.A. last week and she's known me for 20 years. And um, a friend said, oh, well, you must have seen her through like quite a bit of changes. You've known her for 20 years. And she said, oh. Uh, like, not really, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was in you. It was in you. What's the can you tell us what is maybe one of the more
0: bizarre requests you've had? Um, I mean, something that I think is like a little bit more different. I mean, I think the things that normally happen are things like corporal punishment, or typically happen, I should say, or corporal punishment, foot fetish, you know, things of that nature. Um, You know, something that's a little bit more different or unusual, I would say, is um, an ignore fetish where someone just really wants to be ignored, where I've just had them kneel on sandpaper or they've just been under my feet and they want to be furniture and I'm not paying attention to them at all. (sighs) Do you wow. know how hard it is to ignore someone? <laughs> I know it sounds like easy, but it's like hard because you want to be checking in with someone and, and like, are you okay? But you can't, you have to ignore them. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? It, so- it sounds easy and fun and cool, it but it's actually sounds, really hard. I don't, it, I don't want to ignore ignore It's you know?
1: interesting that they want to get ignored. Like, what
2: is that? Well, how about this? Uh, tell them about financial domination.
0: I don't know that I want to. no. (laughs) No, well, financial domination is what it sounds like. It's like it doesn't, I mean, it could involve actually seeing someone or it could not, but it's just, you know, Someone giving you a lot of money or doing things like, you know, that could be just, I'm going to, you know, do a cash drop for you and just show up and give you a lot of money or buy a lot of things for you or pay your bills or stuff like that. And that's recently gotten, like, very popular, you know, people have been, like, writing about this on, like, you know, sort of, like, low-end, silly, like, feminist kind of, like, newspapers, like, that What is whatever. the feminist like, angle on that? It's like... Well, I mean, you know, the the sort of I would say more if it's like a silly puff piece where they're like, oh, like, I just realize if I post on Twitter, like, I'm looking for pay slaves. Oh, these idiots just pay me. And like, it's not like sex work. And everyone's in the sex worker community is pissed because one, it's sex work. And two, they're they're not taking it seriously in the sense of like, oh, I'm not really doing sex work. And it's like, oh, yes, you are. No. It's just
1: stupid people ruin everything.
0: I know. This they is just, why we
1: can't have nice things. Yes, this is why we can't have nice mm-hmm. things. Now, uh, we want to get into this, Bill, because, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, child, um, child trafficking. This is a mm-hmm. comedy podcast. Uh, but we do talk about that here and there because we are in the world conspiracies, and that's a really big thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I think we would all agree that that sex trafficking is, is wrong. I mean, I, I, there's no. This isn't a, a discussion. I, I'm right and wrong on that. I think we all agree yeah. on that and what that represents, because it is not prostitution. And we've talked about this before on the show, where I do not believe prostitution should be illegal. I think it's uh, it's a poor person's uh, crime, meaning that you know your streetwalkers go to jail. They tend to yeah. be, you know, they t- they tend to be like a lower income uh, demographic compared to, let's say, high end escorts mm-hmm. or sugar daters who tend to be good girls who are just, you know, yeah. I just tell people to be my money slave and they give me money. You know, that mm-hmm. type of person and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, there's no real reason for prostitution to be illegal other than the, the desire to control female and obviously gay but female uh, sexuality
0: oh absolutely it's well to control i don't even think it's so far as to control female sexuality it's absolutely just to control women um you know this is like what one of three professions in the world where you know women get paid more than men um and also uh, you know unfortunately back to child trafficking like why do we not really want to make this go away like well who is participating in child trafficking like there's one end which is you know street traffic you know people like on the you know international boulevard in oakland or it's like deep deeply connected to politicians and celebrities and you know the church that are participating sex child trafficking
1: right 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 uh and it's just about filling you know drug wars prostitution all about throwing poor people in jail I mean, even before that became privatized prison, that has always been this thing, this demonizing of sex, why the rich go and do their own thing. There's nothing more capitalistic than prostitution is supply and demand.
0: Exactly. Of course.
1: And I don't I don't know if it's men who don't like that women do that. Or is it women that don't like that women do that? Like who who hates prostitute prostitution more?
0: I mean, good question. I mean, I think that there's a lot of, um, uh, you know, in terms of men looking at this in a binary is that, you know, there's a lot of hypocrisy. And because obviously a lot of people who are saying like, oh, we don't want, you know, uh, prostitution, or you know, these sex trafficking things, or like abortions, or whatever. It's like you all find out that this is like this is something they participate in, and unfortunately, I mean, and and on the women's side of it, I think that you know, in feminism, there's a split that women, some women who are pro sex work, and some that are anti sex work. Like most famously, Gloria Steinem, and it's like at this point, is she pro or anti? I'm sorry, she's anti. She's anti sex work, and a lot of other feminists famously are you know anti sex work. And it's time, you know, I just tweeted the other, day, we need to start holding these women responsible because we can't be anti sex work um and you know it, th- this is a, mostly a women's profession and you know when women don't have access to that some are some are survival sex workers some are choosing to do sex work in in face of other things like um myself and other people that i know in the domination world like are highly educated they all went to college they have advanced degrees they right. have doctorates they're lawyers they're actual lawyers and doctors that i know that have actual degrees and this is what they still choose to do And I think that there needs to be also a distinction between sex work, which is consensual, um, and also sex trafficking, which is obviously not. Which is
1: not at all. And that's the whole mm -hmm. thing. It's like, why is the consensual act, why (laughs) is giving it away for free, you know, a, a more moral thing to do? Than to demand, you know, and I think some people think that if you if you legalize prostitution, everyone's daughters are going to get into the street walking thing. Not necessarily your your avenue, but more the street walking and the drugs and all that stuff that comes along with it. I think that's people's fears. You know, it's like when you just discuss pornography with people. I have no problem with porn stars. I have a lot of porn star friends mm. who like are very much like comedians. They run this. They have the exact. Same Mm -hmm. business
0: model and people are like well would you want your daughter to do that like no but that doesn't mean anything I'm mean, so what but that's her choice and why is it why is why would someone ever ask you it's so obnoxious and chauvinistic that like well you wouldn't you wouldn't want your daughter doing it right it's like, your daughter is, is like an 18 year old person she can make her own decisions and again like why would that be a bad choice like why why is porn the bad choice it's like I would hope that like anyone wants like their child to be you know okay and taken care of and and safe and happy or whatever my parents know what i do and they're proud of me like i don't think they're being interrogated by you know other adults like well are you happy what your daughter does and stuff but my father's like she's having a great time she's like doing right. well she's traveling i see her i get fancy ice cream for my birthday i'm fine you know like
1: <laughs> i think that some people uh, you know i've learned about pornography is that people are cool it. they just don't want it to be mainstream do you understand what I'm saying? And it's even with kind of comedy, like dirty comedy. Everybody likes it. They just don't want it on The Tonight Show.
2: Do you understand what I'm saying? They like, just want to pretend like things don't exist. I mean, so much of this is wording. If it was called sex therapy, you know, like people wouldn't, as opposed to prostitution. People go and get a back rub, but it's like, oh, just don't touch that one zone. You can touch everything else. Do you think women are
1: somewhat, um, uh, what am I, it takes away a little bit of their power? In a weird way, not in terms of like, uh, you know, if I'm trying to court a man and this other lady is just giving it out for money... That takes a little of my power away. I'm just trying to think about what the the what dynamics of it would be.
0: No, I absolutely don't think so. I mean, it's like you go pay for a massage. Like if your girlfriend gives you a massage, does that mean her massage is like any less or any right. good? It's like you're paying a professional prof- a professional service. And, you know, there's many reasons why people do that. If you look at that, not even through sex work. It's like, are you doing that because, you know, I just need to go and, and have a professional take care of me in this kind of professional way? Do I not have a partner do I not want a partner? Is this something I don't want to do with my partner? And, you know, I don't think that, like, me, like, have, uh, participating in someone's sexual fantasy is making someone's girlfriend any less, you know, because I see couples. I would participate in having them both come in. I would be happy to teach that person how to make her partner's fantasies come true. It's not It's not like women are against each other and that, like, no, we're trying to take power I'm away from each other. I'm just trying to think of yeah.
1: what is the... What Mm -hmm. is the argument against legalizing prostitution? And I think you'd be like married women, like, well, what if you, what if they go and they, you know, they, they, their husbands cheat? Well, then, you know, um, having an affair isn't illegal, you know. I mean, it's technically not illegal, is it?
2: I don't think so. I mean, if you're, I think you break a binding contract or something if you're married, but maybe it's. Can you go to jail for it? Can you be fined for it? I don't know. I've never cheated. Right. Okay. Well, aren't you a wonderful person? Tell me about it. Mr. Perfect. Sketchy fucker, Mr. Perfect. (laughs) This guy's so guilty, right? I love (laughs) it. Since before we get to the origins of this bill, I just wanted to tell you something about the origins of, uh, you ever heard of Ishtar? So she was uh, the goddess of love, war, and Mm -hmm. sex. This is back like Babylonian times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her cult was practiced sacred prostitution where women waited at a temple and men had, the women had sex with a stranger in exchange for a divine blessing or money. I mean, this is as old as... They used to have temples for this, for Ishtar. So she was what? The the, the, the divine the goddess? The magical of, hooker? Uh, no, I mean, between her and Aphrodite, it's a different combo. But Ishtar is where people think the word Easter comes from. Hmm. Being this time of year. Yeah, it is interesting. But like, I did want to get into, since we're talking, before we get really into it, the origins of this is uh, something profound happened in the U.S. on December 21st, 2017 with the passage of President Donald Trump's executive order blocking the property of persons involved in serious human rights, abuse, or corruption. Quote, All right, the order declared a state of national emergency concerning human rights and corruption and named specific individuals and organizations that would have their bank accounts and assets frozen regardless of where in the world their abuses had occurred. It seems like a really good way to crab like well, to do good, right? The conspiracy world, we were very excited about
1: this mm-hmm. because we felt like this was the first step draining of the swamp. For mm-hmm. them to go after the pedo gay people. Mm-hmm. That's really what we're all I mean, that's a big part of the conspiracy world is like this this thing where nobody seems to care about these kids. It's just like
0: nobody cares. They, they don't, it's really it's it's Heartbreakingly unfortunate.
1: And it's like it's a partisan why is it a partisan issue? I don't understand why you pick a side when it comes to children being thrown into like these awful, awful things. I don't understand why you, you pick an R or D on this thing when it's both sides that are affected and both sides are participating in it. You know? Uh so when he passed this, we thought, okay, this is a this is him starting to drain the swamp. Right, right. And then this comes out, and I think it's very interesting because, Ryan, you said outside something that I I, I was like, wow, that's a great point, and that is
2: the way he passed these. Yeah, the order came first, and then now uh, the whole idea is Congress has just passed a new bill, and they're waiting for President Trump to sign it. Uh, This new bill meant to deter internet sex trafficking and may have unintended consequences for sex workers, according to critics. So this thing is called allow states and victims to fight online sex trafficking, or FOSTA, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, targets online content and promotes the facilities that prostitution. Think Backpage, and uh, punishable up to ten years in prison, according to like what the
0: words say. Mm-hmm.
2: So they're going to put you in jail for ten years if they find you on Backpage, is what they're saying.
0: Well, here's the thing. Um, I can't traffic myself. Yeah. So that's <laughs> so, not what this is. Yeah. But um, I mean, that the, yeah, there's Fasta and then there's SESTA. So um, however, if I like, for example, I couldn't advertise that I do a double with someone or I couldn't advertise for someone on any of my social media or website that, um, you know, someone else other than me is using my facilities because I could be trafficking them. Um, oh, so, that's
1: so interesting. Yes.
0: So so that's a big problem. And this is already, as we're talking about it, is punching a hole in the internet and how it's changing because now what's happening in terms of the internet is that now any any institution like uh craigslist um they could be considered trafficking someone if they post something that's like um like an ad for an escort or a dom or something
1: it's almost a third party that's what they're going after well yeah no they're going after
0: third parties and it's also retroactive so um anything that that part will probably get thrown out because that's not constitutional but it's it could be anything going back you know uh Years and you know that that you could be trafficking or like, and this is why sites are set uh, shutting down part of their pages and you know Backpage, the adult section hasn't been up for a very long time that had nothing to do with this. Um, but now Craigslist personals is down a lot. Well, of, Backpage you know, got some
1: stuff uh, like I think two years ago. Yeah, there was, was a big pushback day. because mm-hmm. there's some minors on there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there were some, uh, and there were thoughts of sex trafficking going on mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, but the point of this bill is that it doesn't really outlaw anything. It's not any, it doesn't actually change anything that's already illegal.
2: Yeah. This, this marks one of the most concrete actions from the U S Congress to tighten regulation on internet firms with lawmakers in both parties due to a ray of concerns regarding the size and influence of their platforms. So if you get too big, they, they just don't want you to have it. They're like, you can't be making money, it doesn't matter what you're doing. That is what the implications are. So you know we've known that Trump
1: has had a big problem with <laughs> with uh, Facebook with with oh, Twitter me, Daniels <laughs> which is very interesting because hey dude I mean like that's a guy going to get hookers you know and I I, I don't care. I don't care. I mean like of the, trust me in the, in the, in the history of presidents, there's been some really shady shit going on. I mean Kennedy's killed people. Mm-hmm. The fact that Stormy Daniels is doing a book tour is actually a, uh,
2: you know, you can actually say, hey, Trump's not that bad. See, it shows you how much I know. I thought Stormy Daniels and how much an alcoholic I am. I thought Stormy Daniels was grape juice and Jack Daniels. I uh, did not know this was a human until right now. Yeah, well, that's Re- obviously read her no.
0: Twitter. It's fucking hilarious. She's no, like, she is people funny. are trolling her. She is trolling them right the fuck back. And it is fucking hilarious it's so great but um what this law does is it doesn't distinguish between sex trafficking which we all know is bad and terrible we don't want that and consensual you know and sometimes like legal sex work which is you know the category i am in you know with like i'm an overeducated educated white lady who blogs about it and you know um and and so a lot of other people so a lot. i of actually people like
1: are, um uh sex erotica Thing. I actually like the re- the reading. I didn't think I would.
2: Penthouse mm-hmm. Form? I do.
0: Yeah. I, I was Lit like. Oh, erotica. I actually yeah. like this. Lit erotica. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It is really good, yeah. You write, you do all no, that stuff? No, I don't, I, don't, I, don't I, I read a lot of it. I don't write. I haven't written it for it yet.
2: In, uh, I'm an Eagle Scout, but in Boy Scouts, uh, I used he to. He is an Eagle Scout. That's for oh, real. Of and I would you tell, are. like, mm-hmm. my two buddies, we'd be late at night and I would tell them little sex stories. Like, and we had, <laughs> none of us had had sex yet, but I'd be like, and then. Slowly.
0: So. <laughs> well, Boy Scouts, it's very homoerotic. Oh, it's very oh dude.
2: Like almost every... Dude, there's so many comics
1: who just blew their friends when they were kids. I just find more and more. <laughs> it's And then we were just talking about, you know, it's like how... Co- like these comics are going on stage and it's just... It's talking about all the gay fantasies they have. is like this new punk
2: rock thing. It's old punk rock. It's uh, New York Dolls. It's the cramps. It's friggin' It's blending... Genders. The Hells Angels, there's pictures of Hells Angels making out, both thick beards, and they would just freak out squares. I mean, that's what we need to do. We just need to freak out old white people. That's why this shit like this, you know, it's scaring people in the middle of America.
1: I, I, it really makes me sad that, that Craigslist could be hurt by this because I love just surfing through hooker ads.
0: I mean, I just love it. Well, the adult ads on Craigslist have been down for since uh, the Boston Craigslist killer back page adult ads have been down um, for, you know, one to two years. The What's changed is the Craigslist personal section has been taken down. because Casual they encounters? Yeah, all of that. That is taken down based on this bill, SESTA, because they do not want to be responsible if people, which, you know, uh, sex workers are going to start posting on there about what's going to happen. Um Uh, starting May 1st, uh, Microsoft products like Skype, Xbox, you're no longer allowed to, uh, you know, no nudity, pornography, uh, graphic language, like if you do that. Graphic language? Yes. Oh, yeah. So you didn't hear about this? Yeah, starting May 1st. If they like pop into your conversation and find out that that's happening, like you are going to get kicked off. Again, no distinction between, you know, are you having like a, you know, a long distance relationship with someone and you're getting sexy or like, are you paying for like webcam oh, sex? Oh, I didn't even
1: think about that. Oh, They're yeah. going to stop
0: webcam sex? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh, now mm-hmm. you're pissing me off. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is how this law or this is how it's not a law yet. Um, this is how this bill is already affecting mainstream platforms that you use. It's going to start affecting other things because what's going to happen with all sex workers not having access to ads or uh, ad platforms that we've always used where you can go to get these kinds of services. We are going to infiltrate all of your dating apps. We are going to be on Grindr. We are going to be on Tinder. I've already said that I'm going to do Christian Mingle and I've taken, I'm going to, we should just all get in there and oh, just yeah. blow it up and then people will start noticing and realizing. Farmers that, only. Yeah, yeah far, all of them just tell me what to go on. I'm gonna be on there, Justine Cross, find me, and you know, it's it, and then maybe people will be like, oh, well, maybe we should, maybe we should let them have their ad sources back and actually deal with the real problems of you know sex trafficking and it's not of course it's happening on the internet i'm not saying like no it was never on backpage that's not what i'm saying but as we spoke about before that there's sort of two modes of where sex tra- and i'm not an expert on sex trafficking uh, someone who is you know should also be on but um it, it's happening on the street like in public it's happening i just saw a short doc on um uh called surviving international boulevard um about oakland and there are still literally street on international boulevard and why that happens it happens because it's in it's systemic it's endemic it's like passed on through the families the children are easy to control they're easy to drug it's teenage runaways and then it's like this very you know other sector um, that you've talked about before in your show of, you know, a ring of like politicians and, you know, priests and uh, celebrities where it's in like the dark web or word of the mouth where this like bill is not coming anywhere near. So it's not helping these it doesn't like, actually two groups of people. After all. Anything. No, it's not helping any of these poor children and, and sex trafficked victims of, you know, what's happening. It, it, it's like, obviously, sex trafficking has been happening as long as there have been, been humans. Like, taking it off the internet is not going to fix it. It's not going to help. It's not going to change it other than, you know... It's almost <laughs>
1: like if a guy gets a hooker on the street, you blame, uh, like, Ford because that's the car he's driving in a weird way, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it's... Th- it's not going after the people. I don't know who the problem is, because I know that a lot of times they want the Johns to be the people, but I don't think Johns are bad people. And then you don't want to arrest the hookers. No, it's like, no.
0: Well, I don't know. Why don't we start arresting the people who are participating in these sex crimes? And those happen to be all men. Why are we not going after them? Why are we arresting a child? Why are we doing that? Why are we arresting the John? I mean, well, if, if sorry, if the John is participating with sex with a child, absolutely his ass should be arrested. But why are we not going after the people who are participating in the services that make it illegal? Take away that source. Like, if there's no market for selling underage children, like, then there will no be there will be no longer underage children being sold. It's right. like, you know, wh- why is this happening? It's happening because people are poor. It's happening, you know, and, and they're being sold in and they're staying there. And it's like coming down through their families like through generations or it's like you know it's happening um in in higher rings where it's like people have access to children through like you said in like an orphanage or uh, organizations fundraiser you know the uh, fundraiser uh, hospital situation and they're also being stuck there and they're being sold in this like very high high high-end kind of way and but if we stop those people from buying children or Participating in sex trafficking, there will be no more market. Taking away the internet is not going to stop the market. Yeah. Listen,
1: listen. Whenever you try to outlaw something, it never gets better. Like, did, uh, listen, we. I think we're all going to agree. Sex trafficking, whether you outlaw something, makes it better or worse. Who cares? Take that out But prostitution, all you do is push it deeper and deeper underground. Yes, and it only gets more violent. More deadly, uh, you know, uh, like, OK, uh, let's say someone's like, well, what if a guy's married, he gets a hooker and she has a disease? Well, if you actually regulated it, you could like get these girls health care and get all that stuff going and like and take care of these people so that it's actually a, 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 a streamlined service mm-hmm. that people can, can go to where there's actually regulations and stuff like that to allow these girls to work or these men to work in safe places.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, uh, you know, a, a, a sex worker giving you an STD is, like, sort of the least of our issues and problems considering, like, the lack of sex education and, and you know, sex right, abilities. It's like, I'd rather have sex with a porn star. It's like, they're getting tested every, you know, week. It's like the random guy you'd meet on Tinder. Ew. Like you yeah. well, <laughs> like, I'm telling you, you know, that's the argument is. Right. Yeah, I know. Why, I why they
1: don't want to. Oh, they got disease. Well, if you regulate it, you could test them, cure them, you know, it makes it safer for everybody. It's not going to go away. It's it's the oldest profession in the world for a reason.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's not going away. And the other thing is what you said about this getting dry, uh, driven down further. And, you know, it's not going away. So all of sex workers who are now doing things like moving their sites overseas, um, you know, mm-hmm. servers, changing it from .com, doing all these things. Anyone who is on the Internet right now using the Internet for sex trafficking. That's what they're doing too. They're not going away after SESTA. Like, it, that's not going to happen. Yes. Like, it's going to, you know, and it's interesting what's going to happen if these bigger companies like Craigslist or, you know, Tinder or other applications that really had no connection with sex work but may have to change their company policies because of SESTA and FOSTA, are they now going to move overseas and take, you know, their money and their jobs and everything with them because they're not going to be able to exist in America? They're not going to be able to exist on U.S. soil.
1: Well, no, yes. that's what they did in L.A. when they uh, they tried to regulate the porn industry. They drove it to they drove it to Vegas, and you know what? I don't care what you say. There was a lot of people well, worked in mainstream yeah. that worked in mainstream TV movies that when they needed cash, they would do uh, you know uh, they would do makeup, they would do cameras, they do stuff on adult film shoots, mm-hmm. and uh, catering. You know, when I went to a porn show, I saw a caterer. I was like, holy shit, there's catering
2: at a (laughs) porn show. Yeah, there's grips, there's sound, everything. You know,
1: and now you sent that all to Vegas. And it's like, it didn't stop porn. You're Mm -hmm. never going to stop this.
2: Yeah, several major internet companies, including Alphabet Inc. You guys should remember Alphabet Inc. Because that's actually Google. That's the father company of Google. Yeah, nobody talks about that. So whenever you see Alphabet Inc., that shit ain't fucking, it's sinister as fuck. So a Facebook and been reluctant to support any congressional effort to dent what is known as Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, a decades-old law that protects them from the liability for the activities of their users. All right? What you should know about what's happening... And let's hope that Trump doesn't sign this. I'm not too sure. Do we want Trump to sign this? We don't for your no, sake.
0: No, no, we absolutely don't. Because again, it's not... I mean, of course I'm here and I'm arguing for my own interests as mm-hmm. well as those of my colleagues and friends that this is going to harm sex workers. But what's a bigger issue and what people need to pay attention to is that it doesn't actually help those who are sex trafficked victims. And also this is punching a hole in our internet freedoms as well as freedom of speech. So this is like the way the
2: Patriot Act was. It was it's proposed to be something
1: good. Correct, yes. It's And it's just like... I. I I'm a I'm a liberal, you know, but it just seems like the left can't go quick enough to give away all their rights. You know whether it's internet censorship over like, you know, uh, uh, uh mean tweets mean posts mean everything it's just like it's unbelievable how they're so quick to want to give away their right to freedom of expression well you know what man it's no different than when you said somebody should be allowed to be gay somebody should be allowed to do this somebody should be allowed to do that it's like you should have the right to express yourself it's not about just expressing good things all the time because who decides what's good who decides what's right That's a slippery slope. And the goalpost always keeps changing depending on who it is. And it's just like, I don't understand why people don't see that as like, it's not about just like this thing. It's like, oh, what about the thing after that? And then it
2: just, we keep giving away more and more and more and more rights. And it's just going to be ridiculous. Well, it's funny how you said that the left is ready to give away rights. Well, 1984, George Orwell, he said it. Freedom is slavery. And it's funny how you make your, you're, you should ask some of your slaves. They probably feel the freest when they're completely, completely Enslaved. dominated. So, what's happening simultaneously is American people, we want to be dominated. We want to wake up in the morning and there's a father figure telling us everything's going to be okay. Well, I couldn't agree more. Guess what? There isn't. No one's driving this bus, it's going right towards a cliff. I, I'm starting to learn there's, there's a difference between
1: smart and knowledgeable in that there's a lot of smart people in Hollywood. There's a lot of people that you ask them to write a script, they will bang it out and it will be perfectly perfect grammar, hit every laugh, blah, blah, blah. But they are not knowledgeable about how the world works and what's going on. Or either they choose not to see it or they just, they just don't have the common sense to understand what's really going on. And it's unbelievable. And I see here all the time. So we have the left here begging for people to take away our rights because you know, Amy Schumer. Whenever Amy Schumer is on something, just assume uh, her cousin or uncle told her to say it. I have nothing against her personally, comedically, but she's a definitely an elitist from a very elite family. She's part of that whole power structure, without a doubt. She okay. supported this.
0: She supported SESTA. And she was... she. She supports everything like that. The horrible little person. So, I'm you know. like interview me or any other sex worker who you've affected by this. Interview a sex trafficked victim who's not an advocate and and talk to them about how this doesn't help.
1: I mean, the truth is, these people probably will be like. I don't want to have. I, I don't want them to have to sell their body to survive. Well, okay, that's their choice. But what you're doing is take. If that's their last choice, you're taking away
0: that last choice. Exactly. Again, and it's like not your. It, Again, it has to be distinguished between sex trafficking and consensual. Without sex a court. doubt, I'm it not talking
1: court. about you and me who yeah. understand oh, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I know, but they need to understand that. Where it's like you might not want another woman to to be an escort, but that is not your choice over her body. Right, like, you know, and it's like. However, you know, you we all agree we don't want children to be sex trafficked. And that obviously needs to be stopped. There's no agency there for a child. There's no decision-making process for that. And yes, some people are doing what's called survival sex work because they don't have access where it's like kind of in between. It's not really quite trafficked. It's not really quite consensual. But it's the best choice that they can make in terms of like, are there just like tons of jobs out there for like underqualified or even qualified people? And that's what they're doing. And that's what they're choosing to do to support themselves and sometimes support their families and you cannot take that choice away from them you're putting people in danger you're hurting people and the people that you're hurting the most are women
1: it's it's really unbelievable it's the truth and some people honestly are born into a world of shit you Mm. know i mean like in kansas i think they like 80 kids in foster care just disappeared gone nobody knows where they are good luck investigating that too and so you got the, you got, uh, you got, you know, the left that's, uh, we got to protect women when they're actually hurting them. And then you have the right with this ridiculous moral code that they don't, that, that just is just in, in, in face value. It, they, they don't do anything to back it up. They don't, they, they talk to talk. They do not walk to walk. We've seen that. If you want to listen to a great episode, listen to the dollop when they talk about, uh, Blackwater,
2: Eric Prince and Blackwater.
1: I mean, that guy says he's a Christian. He is the farthest thing from that. And this and, and the guy who's sponsoring this bill is a uh, is
2: is Oh yeah you guys want So the chief architect of this bill is Republic, Republican Senator Rob Portman. He sounds like just a faceless guy but once you really look into who he is, he is the US House of Representatives representing half of Greater Cincinnati and Ohio River serving 6 consecutive terms. All right? That's way too many terms. Red flag mm-hmm. number 1. Mm-hmm. Red flag number two is he worked underneath both of the Bush boys. And I'm not talking about the Australian hip hop group. All right. I'm talking (laughs) about Bush boys. And he has been listed as a possible Republican vice presidential candidate in the past two presidential elections. All right. So he is being groomed. Rob Portman has also been listed among the 10 U.S. senators receiving the most funding from the NRA. Sorry, gun nuts. It's just the fucking facts. While in Congress, he supported the constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage. Dick. All right. Mm -hmm. But in 2011, uh, University of Michigan law student graduates walked out on him during a commencement address because to protest his position after circulating a petition trying to get him removed as the event speaker. Here's the sad part. Portman admitted that the protest occurred when he already knew his son was gay. All right. So that was in 2011. Republican Senator Rob Portman campaigned hardcore in 2012 for Mitt Romney. All right. In 2013, he invited CNN to his Senate office to reveal some news. I'm announcing today I've changed my heart on an issue that a lot of people feel strongly about that has to do with gay couples and their opportunity to marry. Portman said he discussed the issue with members of his church and former Republican Vice President Dick Cheney, whose daughter is also gay. First of all, if you go to church with Dick Cheney, that is the most yeah. heavy metal shit ever. Yeah, invite me, please. <laughs> so I mean, this is the guy that they set up to push the bill. You know, so you know that he's a game player. He has been forever six times being a guy being in the mix. So it makes it like he's trying to help people, but is he? Because he's in the pockets, dude. Deep.
1: I mean, dude, again, it's just like this gives this gives you know powerful people the ability to take out people that they don't like. I mean, all you got to do is like, oh, this. you know, basically it's saying like if you're soliciting sex on Snapchat, they could, shut, they could shut Snapchat down. And not just shut it down. They could take all their everything from them.
0: Oh yeah, and they have. And, and before this even happened, people were getting shadow banned on Twitter, Instagram. Their accounts were getting shut down. Same thing with Snapchat where it's like their terms of service like change and then like they've decided what is pornography and what is illegal. And it's like, you know, I mean the people who I know who are getting their Snapchats taken down, it's like they're selling nudes of themselves. Like again, this isn't like I have yet to see a single case of Anyone on any of these social media platforms who are like, "Yes, we are trafficking people, and we shut them down." It's porn stars, it's escorts, it's people I know who their accounts are getting shut down for these kinds of things. Like, where where is their case of the of, of these things happening? I'm not saying that they don't, but again, I'm not sure that the majority or even where we need to be going is like on the internet of this middle ground of like backpage or like escort ads and you know whatever you know these sites of where we're being published and where we're advertising for services so we live on the coast
2: and I always say this to people that live anywhere on the coast that unless you've been in the middle of America you really don't know what America's like because I'm just wondering does this only really affect us because we're kind of uh, out there if you will we're more free and people in the middle of America are closed off is this some right-wing Christian shit or is this actually trying to in a way help people
1: well, for me, it's it's how it went about that makes me very nervous. When you say, "Hey, if you're involved in trafficking, we're going to seize your assets," and everyone's like, "Yay!" Mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Yeah," and if you're an internet that just allows people to solicit money for sex, we're going to do that too. We're like, "Whoa!" Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. that's what makes me nervous. You know, and I don't know, man.
2: I, I just like I don't know why anybody would trust the government on anything. Yeah, this bill seeks to clarify United States sex trafficking law to make it illegal to knowingly assist, facilitate, or support sex trafficking, and it's an amend to Section 230, which Mm -hmm. safe harbors of the Communications Decency Act. I mean, this is basically designed to exclude enforcement of federal and state trafficking laws for its immunity. Do you know there was a time where porn companies could only do
1: X number of interracial videos?
2: Really? They really? couldn't, huh. yeah.
1: They couldn't. It couldn't be all interracial. It had to be a, just a small group because those guys in Washington were going nuts. You know, it's it's just it's this weird thing where, like, my opinion, I'm gonna piss some people off. I don't want the really old to be voting, and I don't want the really young to be voting. You know, this whole thing about let's let... Don't worry, they're not. Yeah. Well, well, there's this whole push to like let 15 and 16-year-olds vote. And it's like, I'm sorry, you don't know the world yet. And I get that everybody's really happy about all this and this movement. God bless them. But you know what? I I realized when I... At 25, I'm like, oh, the world just opened up to me. And I'm like, oh, it works Uh, a little different than this. No. (laughs) I did lose it late. I lost it. I was very... I got very sexual active early, and then I, nothing happened until much later. Mm-hmm. And then I went on a tour, and now I have a crippling sex addiction. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
2: I mean, Portman had previously led the investigation into the online classified service Backpage. We, we talked about. Mm-hmm. He argued that it was protecting its unscrupulous business practices and was not designed to provide immunity to websites that facilitate sex trafficking. This legislation is a result of law enforcement lobbying for a crackdown on the online classified back page, which has been used for sex average. Like you said, it's been closed down now.
0: How long? I, I think like uh, time flies. It's hard. I think like two years, Jeez. a year and a half. I don't know. It's hard to tell. There's no seasons in LA. so. Well,
1: have you ever um, thought about what would what would be the best way to do it? Have you ever thought of like what what... How would you fix the system, make it better? In terms, in, of, in terms of sex trafficking? No, in terms of like how to do this internet thing. If they're saying that this is a problem...
0: Um, well, again, I mean, I think it, it. there needs to be a distinction between sex trafficking and sex work. Um, whether we take sex work and make it legal or we just decriminalize it, um, you know, there's compelling arguments on either side. I personally want to decriminalize sex work, um, but we're not going after people who are sex trafficking hard enough. And again, the people who are getting punished are we're arresting. We we will literally arrest children who are prostitutes like that's, that's definitely the wrong way. <laughs> I'll tell you how to do it. You legalize it
1: and you, have, you make it so you got to get a license to do it. And that way they have to show up. They have to answer, they have to answer that they're doing this on their own, prove that they're not in the sex trafficking and any of that. And let me tell you, man, that, that, that black, that dark market will go away. I mean
0: Do you But um, is this like At a state level Or a federal one Because you just said You don't really trust The government And then isn't this Giving them more power Well I mean
2: How would you How would you choose State by it, state Um County by county Like what's the way Because this is kind of Like medical marijuana The federal doesn't yeah. Federal's not cool with it But they're like yeah, go for it states
0: Yeah uh, I mean, it, it's like hard for me to grapple with that question. Again, it's like things need to be clearly defined. It's like in Southern California, it's like no one cares about BDSM. Like, you know, you go to Indiana or, you know, Louisiana, there's like pink laws like on the books where it's like you get caught doing anything sexy that's they deem illegal. Like you're considered a like sexual predator. You're on that bad list, you know, <laughs> like um, I, again, it's so it just, like you it going man. back to just separating these two things out. And I, I don't know that there's a solution for ending sex trafficking because it's so deep and it's so dark and it has to do with like how you know um the the desires of men and those are people who are in power that they want children that they want to rape and and hurt women and that you know that children exist that they're and there's a you know they're easily manipulated that there's you know where it's easy to uh, there's a lot of socioeconomic stuff that goes into this about people selling you know relatives and stuff like that and it's like how that happens where it's not just like a you know a US problem this is an international problem yeah. like and not just sex trafficking and, and children uh, slavery and things like this. And I think that's like a really big problem that we're not – it's like involved with organized crime. I don't know how to fix that problem. I do know that myself and the majority of my friends who are doing sex work – we're like we're not we are trying to do good things here it's like I really enjoy my work in terms of like making people happy and it isn't different from like doing a massage or doing it's in the service industry of completing a service and that service happens to be sexual but that doesn't that you shouldn't be judging me morally nor should you be you know saying what I do is suddenly illegal because you have a bug up your ass like it's spanking someone or you know or escorting that has
1: been the history of the hypocrisy of religion Well, again, like then, this you know, is all
0: just hurting women. It just comes back to all of these things are hurting women. It is another way to keep women down. Why I are mean, we going so much? Too. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, but but the majority of uh, sex workers are women, and like you know this. Why do like things about like our health keep on coming up? I mean, it's like I feel like we're, t- we're we're marching towards Gilead right now, you know, and all these issues that like do affect everyone, and it's like oh, and now we're like we're starting with the most marginalized people, and we're just going to keep working working up the chain, and and these things. are... Are going to affect you this is going to affect middle america it is affecting craigslist it is affecting skype all of these things are happening it is it's going to go down and it's going to affect everybody else it's not just like you know like the, the hundred sex workers in california and and you know it's not just no, affecting I, us. i'm with yeah. you i yeah. i am
1: for the protections of someone's right to uh earn a dollar if he's not hurting he or she is not hurting anybody else uh, I think anything should be allowed if it's with consensual adults. I don't know why there's any rules on that. It makes absolutely no sense. You know, we were talking about earlier. Everything we were told was a lie. If you're if you uh, gay, you're going to burn in hell. Lie. Okay, now we just, the Pope just says there's no hell, which nobody seems to care I think that's amazing. No, I missed that one. I mean, that, <laughs> that's half the reason I think people like don't do crazy shit because they think they're going to burn in hell. Now they don't have to worry about that. But if you're gay, you're going to burn in hell. Interracial dating's going to burn in hell. Uh, doing drugs going to burn in hell. And at the end of the day, all of it was a lie. It was all a lie. And now, we just let them just manipulate us. And we, but the problem is nobody keeps score. Nobody remembers the lies. They just move on to the next thing because they're so busy in their lives. And when it doesn't personally affect them, when it doesn't affect their personal wealth or happiness, they don't care. And for me, that's
2: true. just yeah. like... It's, we're a group, man. We got to work together. You're only as strong as your weakest link. You mentioned her earlier, um, Gloria Steinem. Uh, she's well known for being an intern for the CIA during her time in college, and she spied on Marxist students in Europe disrupting their meetings I mean it's well known Mm -hmm. Uh, do you find because she's like the most known feminist Mm -hmm. being speaking out about this what kind of like lashback do you get from so-called feminists especially in LA the way the march happens are they for you
0: Um, You know, I haven't had much backlash because they're just I this issue hasn't even been big enough to get backlash because Mm. nobody knows about it. Like this is not getting talked about. I mean, like I I really can't think of like a single thing. I don't I don't want negativity, but I want to raise the public profile about this. And it's not getting talked about like at all. Like the last time I checked, like Guardian, you know, MSNBC, like they weren't covering Teen Vogue covered it. They did an amazing job. Really? An amazing job on it. Bitch covered it. Um, yeah, Teen Vogue is actually really awesome. They, like, are... Killing it with their articles, and it's really amazing. No one's covering it, it's not getting a backlash. I mean, but again, I think it would just be the same thing that we're always hearing, which is like feminism, like, oh no, don't sell your body for sex, and stuff like this. And I want to make it very clear I am absolutely not a feminist because that means that men and women are equal. I believe that women are superior. So, <laughs> so you're a goddess, was, <laughs> is. is that what it is? Yeah, of course, I am.
1: I just, you know, I have no problems with any of that.
2: Man. We all came into this dimension through a vagina portal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until like the first baby that comes shooting out a dick hole, I'm we need you. each other.
1: That's what I, I I believe. We need each other. We all should st- stick up for each other, and
2: we should we should uh, fight for each of us and, and our right to do what we want. Yeah, there's a Democratic Senator uh, Ron Wyden. He's uh basically said this bill will not will only prop up and entrenched players who are rapidly losing the public's trust. I mean, we don't trust the government, right? Mm-mm. The failure to understand the technological side effects of this bill, specifically that it has become harder to expose sex traffickers while hamstringing innovation, will be something that Congress will
0: very much regret, unquote. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I mean, he's even telling you, he's like, dude, this is not going going to go the way you think it is.
0: No, exactly. And the other, the other person who voted against it was, um, I believe... Um, was, is a woman and um, she also said like she's worked a lot in, with sex trafficking and she's like this is not this is not the way to go about this she had uh, background work and experience doing this and from her level of expertise she said this is not how we're going to help anybody <sighs>
2: And a common theme usually we're like angry at nerds because they're usually making robots and trying to bring the end of the world. But uh, (laughs) even nerds say no on this one. A coalition of tech and other groups is urging House and Senate leadership to slow down and rethink before, I mean, before Trump really signs this thing. I'm wondering if this is a bigger play, not just from Trump, but just to like from the
1: oligarchy that runs everything to control the message as well. It's like. You know, it's like now all this stuff about Facebook's coming out, data mining and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And like, you know, they mentioned Facebook in this. It's like maybe the people who control the, the message want the message to go back to the old way of getting it out, which is news and cable and all that stuff. And going after Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook is a way to kind of a death blow to that stuff. It's interesting, dude.
2: It's interesting. Now, if we can step away from the actual bill itself, I'm wondering, since you are LA-based and you have East and West dungeons, um, not necessarily your dungeon, but have you ever heard of any uh, criminal forces, say like the Armenian mob, Russian mob, what? MS-13, what? anyone getting involved? Because <laughs> I always thought anything sex-oriented always like had to have some gang eventually tied to it. I,
0: I think there needs to be a lot more money, and I, I hope that I just, you know, um, I'm glad that I'm not making so much money that organized crime is not interested in me. <laughs> you know? um, so as far as I know, no. Um, again, you know, um, BDSM, it operates in this gray area of the law, but it's not um, because it's more legal, at least here in California, you're not commanding the super high prices in terms of like, you know, escorts or like high end, you know, people who are involved in this kind of, you know, thing or or something like, you know, sinister, like, you know, uh, trafficking and stuff like that. So uh, n- none, as far as I know. So, hmm.
2: is there a Tupac and Biggie type of schism between, say, the leather and lace crowd that you run with mm-hmm. and the furries that I'm thinking of maybe <laughs> becoming one day?
0: Oh uh, yeah, you know, furries have already been affected by SESTA. their site got taken down. Really? Yeah, look what that up. What
1: kind of yeah. world do we live in where you I can't know. dress like a squirrel well, <laughs> and jerk off in a fucking ho- Holiday um, Inn? <laughs>
0: yeah, um, furries—they're—they're they're wonderful. It's like, but again, it's like it—it's a totally different. Um, uh, Not totally different There is a bit of overlap In like you know BDSM and DS And like Sort of like role play And dress up But uh, furries are kind of Their own Their own You know people. Um, so I I was in Atlanta once by accident for a furry convention and it was like honestly the most magical beautiful thing ever. I was just like wandering around taking photos with them. You can't take selfies with them because like they're paws you know and they were just so sweet and it was great because you could take photos with everyone and everyone's in you know with their head on so it's it's really safe and nice to take photos with everyone because no one can be identified. I yeah. think you it's know? great. It, it was amazing. It was wonderful. I think I'm going to post like an old photo of me with a furry today. I love that. Thursday.
2: I love that. Yeah we're holding true to it. Sam said if we ever get to 500 Patreon subscribers I'm gonna get a furry outfit and we're yeah. going to a furry convention yeah oh. we're almost we're
1: almost a hundred away so we'll see what happens uh, I think it's time for everybody's favorite
2: oh, part of the show
1: oh shit okay, even though Aaron, he's from Aaron.
2: don't be an idiot a. a Ron well you better be sick dead or mute A.A. Ron you done messed up A.A. Ron you filthy animal Aaron thoughts well uh I, I love that I'm seen as the straight-laced uh, good good guy here, and uh, Ryan was the eagle and Boy Scout. Not yeah. Me, not me. Yeah. I uh, had no interest in it ever. Um, I do think it's interesting that when Trump came out with this, w- with his sex trafficking uh, bill or ordinance or whatever he wanted to call it, uh, it's around the same time that Alex Jones is screaming about it, and we all know Trump is a huge Alex Jones fan uh for better or worse i i don't care what spurs it obviously sex trafficking needs to stop um, right 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 but if uh if this is going after the wrong people that's just that's uh, like what often happens uh, with legislation it's just like it just the pushes best intentions and the wrong.
1: Yeah. Yep. Pushes it deeper, deeper down. And then you see how these guys operate in Washington. Now, let me just say this. My whole opinion on government is the government isn't the problem because government is just a collection of thoughts, mm-hmm. right? It's the people who, who uh, act on those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, people who manipulate those thoughts. That are, you know, it's like for everything you hate about government, I guarantee you there's a giant corporation that made that thing happen. And that's mm-hmm. more my issue because we could, if we actually could get everybody together, we can just go completely change the government to the way we want to. But they got us fighting with each other all the time. That's mm-hmm. going to be very hard for that to happen. Um, so that's my opinion on that. Uh, I thought this was a great episode, man. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys did. I know I stumbled over a couple of my words a thousand times today. Uh, I'm just beat up, but. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, guys, get weird. Get into some dominatrix, man. <laughs> That's the beauty of being an American, man. You pay your taxes and you can get weird with other consenting adults. That's the fun stuff. You've got to go hard in the paint, man. You only got so many trips around the sun. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. You got Aaron loves baseball, stuff crust pizza, Boring. and making love to his wife eyeball to eyeball it, yeah. by yeah. listening to the line of Richie. That's what he likes. It's
2: okay? No joke. No joke Long cuddles <laughs> Long cuddles Well where
0: can everyone Find your stuff um, Well yeah You can find me um, Online um, as of now At losangelesdominatrix.com. You can find me On uh, Twitter As Justine Plays I'm also on Instagram As the Justine Cross um, I'm very well indexed If you google anything Los Angeles Dominatrix or dungeon I should be at the top um, And then my dungeons Are Dungeon East Located in downtown LA And Dungeon West Which is located In Mid-City
2: Awesome. Thank you so much. Your you. G,
1: we love you. Thank <laughs> you for coming on. And don't stop inviting me to your cool parties. I know I I've been out every <laughs> I single you time. All the time. You Please don't enjoy your trips. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you for having me. And we'll me. see you. Oh, next week got Duncan Trussell coming in. And oh, the following week, it is uh Eddie versus Pat World Rumble two. 2 Part Two. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.
2: Five star reviews. <laughs> I love I think we came off.